Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the energies of the Taurus lunar eclipse happening on November 8th, 2022 at 16 degrees of Taurus in your chart. This is where the moon is in direct opposition to the sun in Scorpio, and we have a lot of energies working with this particular eclipse. So we're going to dive into it in this podcast episode. Now, please note that everybody has all 360 degrees of the astrological wheel in their chart. So you absolutely have 16 degrees of Taurus in your chart, even if you do not have a planet or point there. So you want to identify which house in your chart holds this energy as this is where the eclipse energies are working with you. And you can even watch a video I have for you on YouTube that's called How to Find a Degree Point in Your Chart. It is a tutorial video. You can search for it on YouTube and that will help you understand where this eclipse is showing up for you by house placement. Again, the house is the most important thing to look at because it's the area of life or the environment where these energies are working to evolve and transform something in your life. And we're gonna talk more about that in today's show. Now this eclipse is especially dynamic because it's actually working with eight different energies. So we're working with the moon at 16 degrees of Taurus, and the moon is nearly exactly conjunct Uranus retrograde at 16 degrees of Taurus, and then we have the North Node at 13 degrees of Taurus. So three planets and points in Taurus. Then we have four planets and points in Scorpio. The South Node at 13 degrees. Mercury, 15 degrees. Sun, 16 degrees. Venus, 20 degrees. So right away in your chart, we have both a focus on the Taurus energies and a focus on the Scorpio energies. But wait, there's one more important contributor to this conversation, and that would be Saturn at 18, nearly 19 degrees of Aquarius, squaring all of these points and really bringing in more of the tension and pressure around what new direction, what decision, what area of your life is ready to be transformed during eclipse energies. So we're going to talk about all of this. And I do want to let you know that this particular eclipse cycle, it begins this week. It begins this week in November 2022, but it lasts into 2024. Yes, it lasts in to 2024 due to the upcoming energies of transiting Jupiter in Taurus that will move across this 16 degree point until March 2024. So we're literally beginning a year and a half cycle because when a transiting planet comes over this degree point, it further activates the energy 
for us collectively and for you individually. So this is important to understand because this is a longer eclipse cycle. Typically, when we're talking about eclipses, we look at them in six-month cycles, but this particular one, because it's working with the transiting planets in Taurus, it has a longer extension period. So that means whatever is unfolding, opening up, or transpiring at this time, it can potentially have long-term effects into early 2024. Now, because there's so much happening with this particular eclipse, let's start by looking at the Taurus areas of your chart. Now, when we have a lunar eclipse, it's always a full moon. When the moon is at its brightest, when the moon is revealing something that's been hidden in our subconscious or something that perhaps we haven't fully seen, but now it will be powerfully illuminated. But what's interesting here is that the moon connects first with the north node at 13 degrees of Taurus. So that conjunction with the north node is always about how we're growing, what we're moving into, how we're strengthening and learning how to better assimilate more of these Taurus energies in our lives and in our world. So the moon will make a conjunction with the north node every month once a month because of how the moon cycles around the zodiac wheel. So once a month, the moon is conjunct the north node, but this time it's a full moon, really bringing a powerful focus to how you are embracing these areas of Taurus growth, which relate to our self-love, our self-acceptance, how we value our energy, the ability to really own who we are, to feel strong and stable in our self-worth just for being here, just for being a human on the planet at this time, where that Taurus energy grounds us in, wants us to feel stable on the earth, and also wants to help us assess our practical needs. At a base level, Taurus is about food, shelter, water, the essentials of life. But then it's also further rooted in how we're able to powerfully create and manifest what we want. Taurus is an energy of being able to enjoy the beauty and five senses of this planet. It's our ability to create harmony with nature, to tune in to what is happening in our immediate environment, and also how to feel peaceful around this journey in our human suits. Taurus energy can be very creative, very artistic, wants to make something tangible to improve your lifestyle or to make your journey more beautiful. And Taurus is also our first relationship with finances, our first relationship with money and understanding our value, whether that is the value you bring into a profession, into an industry, or even going into the deeper programming around your value as a human being, sharing your skills, sharing your energy, doing something that contributes to the collective that is important. And then Taurus is also what you receive back from that investment. 
and how you own your self-worth in all areas of your life. So this Taurus energy being the first earth sign and the first fixed sign is essentially our first relationship with loving and accepting ourselves and understanding that we have inherent self-worth and that we are designed to be energetically abundant and prosperous, but there can be other messages or conditioning that we have absorbed or taken in that has taken us away from that belief or that understanding. So the Taurus energy helps us in returning to a sense of really loving and accepting ourselves, believing in how we have God particles within us. At a cellular level, we are so abundant. We have so much going for us. And are we really owning that and embracing it? And if so, that energy is felt in your aura, in how you show up and express yourself in the world and also travels with you through the various areas of life that you journey into, meaning into the workplace, with your family, with your friends, with other relationships. You carry that self-worth imprint wherever you go. So the North Node in Taurus is bringing in new downloads around our worth, around what you're truly able to create and experience in this life based on that very beautiful sense of programming that perhaps you've been disconnected from, or maybe it's programming that you're wanting to unravel and step away from because it's been too limiting. The Taurus North Node is guiding us forward to really be able to stabilize ourselves, to really feel a strength in our core energy field around who we are, how we show up, and how we're really loving and accepting all of our energies. Now, this has been a much more dynamic ride than usual because along with the North Node in Taurus, we have transiting Uranus in Taurus, which is currently retrograde during this lunar eclipse. And what that means is that this Uranus energy is deeply connected to cosmic intelligence and universal wisdom. Uranus doesn't play by the rules. There are no rules. There's nothing conventional here about Uranus. It is about fast-moving developments, lightning-striking awarenesses, really quick revelations that can be shocking, chaotic, disruptive, catch you off guard. And as Uranus is retrograde during this lunar eclipse, Uranus is returning to an energy that he was previously in in May and June of this year. So essentially, cosmic wisdom is delivering a message to you that you've already been made aware of. There's already things you know, and Uranus has a deep knowingness. There's a deep connection to universal spiritual laws in Uranus. There's a deep connection to how energy works and moves, and even the timelessness of our journey meaning when you take out the constraints of the time-space continuum, anything is possible. Anything can open up. There is no ceiling. There are no four walls. There is no 
floor. There's a sense of everything opens up. So here we have this Uranus retrograde in Taurus that's been shaking up a particular area of your life, requiring transition, requiring liberation from anything that isn't connected to your natural frequency state. And Uranus busts you free of that. And it is related to significant life changes or revelations, things that you're just done with. It's where you throw the baby out with the bathwater and you want to start over completely. There's an impatience with this Uranus energy. It can be reckless. It can make big mistakes even when there isn't consciousness associated with this energy. So here we have this Uranus that is the wild card, the cosmic energy of awakening that's already been working with you. Now it syncs up with this Taurus lunar eclipse and there's something you're feeling profoundly that is a deep message from your own knowingness. And it's a knowingness of where you're ready to grow next, how you're ready to continue to stretch yourself, what you're ready to fully own and embrace that actually solidifies you, that brings in some new energy and some new downloads for you to work with, for you to choose, for you to fully embrace so that you can really step into more of this beautiful self-worth energy that your soul sees, the universe sees in you, and wants to offer this to you as a form of support. So basically, Uranus retrograde is returning you to an awareness that you've already been pondering, you've already felt, you've already sensed it. It's already been something you've been playing with or massaging. It's already been alive. And here we have this lunar eclipse that's like a basic kapow and is bringing your focus to how this would shift your daily life, your next steps, how it changes your emotional world or what it opens up in you especially if there's anything you've been resisting or anything that you haven't really moved into or owned, the universe is telling you now it is time. The moon is the most personal energy signature. And when it connects first with the north node, there's an opening of something that you're sensing, feeling, and perhaps already you've been working on it. But then the connection to Uranus signifies fast-moving developments, something instantaneously coming through and opening up to reveal a new message, new insight, something into your awareness. So all the ways this is fast-moving energy, it does last for a year and a half. So you could be thinking, okay, Molly, how does that work? How can it be this fast-moving energy that then unfolds over a year and a half. Well, keep in mind that Uranus is an outer planet and it's connected with the changes we're meant to make at a base level of our being. Uranus wants to liberate you and free you from anything that isn't truly connected to your authentic nature. And realistically, that takes time. And this is happening in Taurus. Taurus is a slow moving energy. Taurus is actually more of an observer. Let me watch. Let me gather information. Let me see what happens. Then I'll make a choice. Then I'll 
all move towards something. But that isn't how this energy is playing out. Rather, it's fast moving, instantaneous awareness of what you're ready to build and create next in your life, even if it seems far-fetched, unrealistic, avant-garde, a little bit crazy. Because Uranus is actually the strongest energy signature in this whole chart. And that's because Uranus is the outermost planet. It holds more consciousness and more influence, and it is directly impacting the moon. So here we have something revolutionary that you're meant to change in your life where you could feel energetically uprooted. You could feel like, oh my goodness, I wasn't ready for this. Oh, wow that happened fast. And then the Taurus energy wants time to integrate, to solidify, to be able to allow the changes to be stable and strong. So we have a very interesting dance here that can be very uncomfortable. But remember, this is only the Taurus part of your chart. The other part of your chart is being strongly activated by four planets and points in Scorpio. We have the Sun, at 16 degrees of Scorpio, working with Mercury and Venus in Scorpio, plus the South Node in Scorpio. And we had a surge of Scorpio influence during that Scorpio solar eclipse on October 25th at 2 degrees. And if you recall, that happened right after the Venus star point, where Venus was conjunct the sun in Libra at 29 degrees. They moved into Scorpio together, where Venus was still conjunct the sun. And then here we have, during this Taurus lunar eclipse, Taurus is ruled by Venus, and Venus is still a strong energy signature, even though she is in a sign that's actually the territory of Mars. Venus is in her detriment in Scorpio, which means she isn't her typical loving, vibrant self. Rather, she has much more happening in her internal world. She is looking at where her fears may lie, how she handles intimacy. She's looking at her ability to form and create healthy connections, healthy relationships that can also feel wildly vulnerable and raw. So this Venus in Scorpio tends to have an internal struggle of sorts that she's looking to sort out. She could experience power dynamics or power plays in relationships, especially where she doesn't want to be vulnerable. She doesn't want to be truly seen or known. She can put up some barriers or boundaries that prevent others from getting too close to her. She can even be suspicious of other people's motives. And this really happens when that Venus and Scorpio has been through cycles of unhealthy relationships that have ultimately disempowered her. So Venus in Scorpio is on a journey of finding her sense of self and feeling strong and loving about herself so that she can show up in connections in that energy as well. But typically there's a lot she has to work through because Scorpio is an energy of merging and sharing. Scorpio is where we want connection. It's the energy of wanting to really get to know somebody, get to know what they're about, 
but you can only do that as much as you know yourself. Meaning a healthy relationship involves both people equally opening up, equally being vulnerable and putting themselves out there, showing their fears, discussing things of a very personal nature. All of these are actually the strengths of Scorpio. Scorpio allows us to go there, go there in ourselves. But with these planets moving through Scorpio, and each one previously connecting to the South Node, we've had to really take a good hard look at our own fears, at our own unconscious programming. Think of it as the unconscious programming working within you where those fears have resided and have created limitations or have created another coping mechanism that allows you to maintain a certain sense of yourself that could feel empowering, but is it healthy? Scorpio energy at this time is showing us what we're ready to beautifully evolve in ourselves, but we have to be willing to go there. We have to really be honest with ourselves around what hasn't been working, our own habits, our own emotional fears, our own desires to maintain perhaps a certain level of control. And that can be part of the dynamics with unhealthy Scorpio energies is that you're seeking to control a situation, control a relationship, control another person. And that control comes from a safety mechanism of, well, at least this is something that I'm in charge of to protect me or to ensure I won't get hurt again or to make sure that the other person isn't going to try and pull one on me. Again, there can be suspicion with the Scorpio energies. But what we're being guided to do is to go even deeper and look at those parts of ourselves. Look at why that has been animated. Look at why that has been something that has come up for you, if this resonates, if this is true for you. And of course, these are just general energies. So maybe they resonate, maybe they don't. But what we're looking at during Scorpio season is how to claim more of our power. And because Venus has been a strong energy signature through eclipse season, it brings our attention to Venus matters, which includes relationships, partnerships, friendships, dynamics with women, dynamics within yourself around your own sense of self-love, how you receive love, how you give love, how you feel about the energy of intimacy and connection and emotional growth. Venus is also how we express ourselves, how we feel good about our gifts, how we feel good about our ability to create and share and show up and be well received. So as with every astrological sign and every astrological planet, there's multiple layers of energies associated with each. And this eclipse season with Venus being so pivotal in each energy signature means we're taking a good hard look at how we love, how we receive love, how we feel worthy of love, the love that we let into our lives, the love that we create and offer and share based on how much we love ourselves. Because as we basically go higher into these energies, we're getting clearer about what it means to be effortlessly loved, to be gracefully loved, and to feel that in our beings as we move through our lives. The Scorpio journey 
is about going deep before going higher, going lower into ourselves to dig in and see what's underneath the surface and then returning up to understand what has been operating within you, where you've had unconscious drives, meaning unconscious emotional drives or fears. Essentially, what has been driving you that you weren't even aware of? What fears? What wounds? What areas of yourself, of your experiences? Maybe you're making some connections around early relationships that were really hurtful or painful and how those set up certain dynamics that you didn't want to continue to experience. So there's things that you have now decided to do, maybe unconsciously, to prevent that kind of hurt or that kind of wounding again. There's many possibilities here, of course, but it's understanding that Scorpio reveals what's driving you. Is there a fear driving you? Or when you claim and see what that is under the surface, you raise it up and you say, no, it's my empowerment that's driving me. It's a sense of feeling empowered by love, empowered by intimacy, empowered by openness, empowered to be who I am and know that that's enough. That's exactly what I'm meant to be in this world and other people's energies are not my concern. Part of Scorpio is establishing a very solid, clear, powerful core energy where you can handle the complexities of life. You can handle the big waves, the big emotions, the big energies. In other words, you have healthy outlets for these parts of yourself. You don't keep it locked in a cave or frozen in some kind of emotional ice cube. And that's part of the Scorpio archetypal energies because that Scorpio energy can ice people out. And it's when the water, Scorpio is a water sign, is so fixed that it becomes that ice cube or that glacier or something that is solidified, not melting and not going to budge. And so it's assessing, is that how I treat my emotional world? Do I ice people out? Do I turn stone cold so I don't have to feel my feelings or deal with some things that can feel very unpleasant? There's a lot of wisdom in Scorpio. There's a lot of wisdom about our internal world, our emotional operating systems, and how we interact act with other forces outside of us. And this Scorpio season has been very strong because of the Scorpio solar eclipse. But look at the balance here that's at play with the Taurus lunar eclipse. For all the ways that Scorpio takes us underground, we go deep into the soil. We look at what's happening under the surface and assess what is the root of this energy? What is happening here in my subconscious? Well, we go through that very emotional underworld and then Taurus 
is at the other side, meaning Taurus is above ground. It's the bounty of the earth. It's what you can see. And Taurus wants to make things simple. It takes a very practical approach. It says, okay, this is your emotional underworld. This is everything you're feeling. Now let's simplify it. Let's really get to the heart of what is true for you, of what matters, of what is essential, and let the rest go. Let it go. Don't hang on to it. Don't allow it to be heavy or burdensome. Taurus energy doesn't want you to carry a lot. In fact, Taurus wants you to carry less. Simplify. Go easy on yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Return to that peace within you. And in fact, I'm seeing that peace that resides within the heart chakra and being able to ground in to the power of your heartbeat, the power of the simple things in life that can steady you and support you and give you that balancing perspective from where those Scorpio energies take you. So this seesaw between the Scorpio and Taurus energies is very strong in two parts of your astrology chart. Very strong in the Taurus part of your life and the Scorpio part of your life. But the universe is saying, focus on the Taurus energies right now, or at least come back to them. Allow them to be a place of growth for where you're going And allow these Scorpio energies to evolve so that you're shedding, removing, releasing, exfoliating what is no longer connected to your sense of empowerment and your ongoing evolution. That's why it's good to know where these Scorpio energies are working in your chart. Now, because the south node is at 13 degrees and the sun and the moon are at 16 degrees, It's really the middle of the fixed signs where we're feeling this energy the most. Then we have Saturn at 18, almost 19 degrees of Aquarius, creating a T-square to the four planets and points in Scorpio and the three planets and points in Taurus. So the T-square is an energy of tension and pressure, a sense of the Saturn energy wants us to make responsible choices, wants us to be very clear in what we can handle. Saturn in Aquarius is holding a frequency connected to your next life chapter or where you're going, what you're building, what you're creating. Aquarius holds the energy of your soul mission, what you're here to do on the planet that can benefit others, where you're here to individually contribute and show up based on your unique energetic frequency. So Saturn in Aquarius is applying pressure on understanding how we are different and unique, and that's exactly what's needed on the planet now. But What do you do with it? What choices are you making for the long term that honor your unique path? Saturn is very much about our 3D reality, how we take care of our daily lives, how we have to show up to work to get the paycheck, how we have to take care of the family, take care of our house, take care of others in our community. 
Saturn is about how we use our energy responsibly, where we apply time, energy, and work in order to reap the rewards and the benefits of that dedication. Saturn is also very stable and serious and is looking for a strategic roadmap. So there could be a lot going on for you in the Taurus and Scorpio energies of your life. And then we have this T-square from Saturn in Aquarius, which doesn't hold an emotional energy signature. In fact, it's very mental. It's very cognitive. It's about thinking and envisioning where you're going. And I feel like this Saturn in Aquarius is strongly supporting our third eye chakra, our third eye visions, opening up to new images and new potentials of where we can go in our lives. And Saturn in Aquarius is in territory it has previously covered this year. And it's also still in this tight square with Uranus in Taurus. Now, if you'll recall, in 2021, we had three squares, three exact squares between Saturn in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus. And then we had a fourth square in October. And they're still in that square energy, which means there is still a discomfort within us. There's still a sense of I'm not free yet. There's something I'm tethered to that I have to take care of. I have to work on. I have commitments. Saturn in Aquarius also is about the people in your world, the people you work with, your friends, people around you, people you have ties to where you can't just cut those ties and be free. Although you're feeling that desire for freedom from Uranus in Taurus, You could be feeling that desire to go your own way, do your own thing, but the universe has been saying it's not time yet. In 2021, in 2022, we've had to basically pace ourselves, take care of what's in front of us, honor these commitments, be very responsible with our energies. And you would be feeling this the most if you have planets or points at fixed signs in these middle degrees. Now, some of you wouldn't be feeling this tension as much because perhaps this Saturn in Aquarius is trining your planets or points in Gemini or Libra, or perhaps Uranus in Taurus is trining your planets or points in Virgo or Capricorn. Whenever there's a trine, there's an outlet of energy. The energy flows. It has movement and support and ease. It doesn't have that tightness. But what happens with these ongoing squares is that the energy gets locked. It gets locked into a pattern. It gets locked into something. It can feel trapped or caged. You could feel like, I really want something, but I can't do anything about it just yet. And if that's the case for you, understand that it's not personal. It's the energetics. It's the cosmic energies that are holding you in this uncomfortable energy. It's like being tethered to a very weird holding pattern of energy that can drive you crazy. Almost like you're being tethered to something, but you know how when a dog is tethered to something and it has too much energy and it just circles and circles and runs around and almost gets itself all tied up in the leash. It's sort of like the energy wants to run and be free. 
And in this pattern, what we're also having to look at is our nervous systems, which is connected to Uranus and Taurus and how we regulate our bodies, our reactions, our responses, how we're taking care of all this energy we're holding, all these things we want to do, but we're not quite free yet. And I feel like this lunar eclipse, because it's focused on the Taurus energy, it's showing you what needs to be released, how to set yourself free responsibly and consciously without destroying everything around you. Stay focused on a long-term vision or what's calling to you next, but basically trust that it's not quite time just yet. It will be time after Saturn moves forward and is no longer in this square with Uranus. And that square energy will alleviate towards the middle to late December. Then Saturn moves on. And this energy that you've been sitting with, maybe it's been bubbling up and it's felt really powerful, then it's going to be free. But there's something about Saturn's interaction that's very important because Saturn is the timekeeper. Even though Saturn is very much about the 3D reality, it is connected with divine timing. It's not quite time yet, but you feel it, you sense it. Maybe you're understanding that something is closer or it's getting to a point of liftoff, but Saturn is saying not yet, not yet. There's still energies we have to see and understand. There's still parts of ourselves that are evolving. And what I'm basically feeling around this whole energy signature, which is a lot, which is a lot, as you can probably see, is that we are exponentially growing and our frequencies are shifting and opening up, but we have to still stay grounded and rooted in this reality. And I feel like this Saturn interaction is making sure that we are being very responsible with our own evolution. We're understanding that there's parts of our lives that will change at different speeds. There's parts of our evolution that happen in different timelines and different trajectories. And there's something about not overworking, not overthinking, not overdoing, not trying to force the river, but understanding there is a pace here that is happening ultimately for our best and highest good, but we have to integrate it. We have to take it in. It can't just be a thought. Saturn wants to know, how is this going to really look for you? How does this really come together? What's the solid plan? I'm getting the vision of an architecturally detailed construction project where everything is identified and measured and there's accuracy and there's a sense of, okay, this is how it's coming together and taking shape. These are the materials we're going to use. These are the exact measurements for each window, each door. This is how the roof is going to be constructed. It's literally that specific. And I feel like this is where for all the ways you want the house to be built and you want things to be done and ready to go, there's a sense here of the timing is working for you. 
the slowdown or the appearance of a slowdown is supporting you. And yes, we can have impatience and in fact, surprises with this strong Uranian energy. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Whoa, I had no idea that would happen. So there's this energy too that's keeping us on our toes that is uncomfortable, but Saturn is ensuring that we don't get swept away or even overwhelmed because the Uranus energy can be overwhelming. It can be a lot for the mind, for the nervous system, for our energies. It can be a lot to figure out how to handle. In fact, because Uranus energy can be shocking, sometimes when things happen so quickly, it creates a new trauma response or it enacts our own unconscious fight or flight or freeze or fawn. So I feel like the Saturn T-square is helping us take some deep breaths, focus on the priorities and the tasks at hand, even though another part of your energy could feel like it's rapidly evolving. Almost like, wow, I feel very different in this part of my life or in my emotional world. And that could be something that you feel play out over this next year and a half when this particular Taurus lunar eclipse brings up something or shows you something that could jolt you off of your center or away from your core. But then there will be other things that develop because of it and we're meant to keep building from that place. Now, when we look at 2023, we have two more eclipses in Scorpio and in Taurus. And in fact, the Scorpio eclipse in May 2023, it's on May 5th, is at 15 degrees of Scorpio. So the sun is at 15 degrees of Taurus. So this degree point, this area of your life is still going through transitions in May 2023, and then again extends into March 2024. And I think it signifies that how we live our lives on a daily basis is drastically changing. We are evolving into new understandings of our resources, of our supplies, of what matters to us, of what we truly need and what's excessive. We're understanding more about the power of money in our world and finances and how that relates to the big changes in the economy. This is a time of a lot of roller coaster energies. It's not going to even out anytime soon. And so that's what we want to prepare for. How do you stabilize your own lifestyle, your own energy amongst these bigger cycles that are inconsistent, that have big ups and big downs and big unknowns? So we're dealing with a lot of uncertainty. How do you take care of yourself during this uncertainty? Well, you dig in and you trust your energy more. You trust your intuition. You partner up with spirit. You get closer to the divine. You listen to what your energy is telling you or what is coming up for you that would be smart, that would be safe, that would be a good decision. We're learning how to trust ourselves even more as we see these world changes unfold and as we continue to progress through very big cycles on this planet. 
Now, also in 2023, the nodes shift to the Aries-Libra axis. So it's no longer going to be working with Uranus, which has been the case with a number of these eclipses. And if you want to check out the eclipses and energies of 2023, you can do so in my new soul growth program that goes into all of these energies. So you can see how the four eclipses of 2023 are going to show up for you. You can check out the Venus retrograde in Leo. You can look at the Mercury retrograde energies as well as the powerful energies of March when both Saturn and Pluto change signs in 2023. So all of that's available. You can check it out. It's only 33 bucks with coupon code HELLO2023. And it's designed for you to look at this information as it relates to your natal chart. So you bring your natal astrology chart to the program, which you can watch on your phone, by the way, very easy to follow along on your phone. And then you can see the degree points that are going to be strongest and then where that shows up in your chart, if it's working with your planets, and basically get a heads up on on the energy signature of the year ahead. So this is designed to support you with your planning purposes, a heads up, as well as better knowledge of your own astrology chart and astrological energies. I'll put the link below this podcast. And please check out the video I have for you on YouTube that looks at this chart even more. We go into more of the specifics. And also to understand that because this energy does take time, it takes time to experience it and to play out, that these Taurus parts of your chart are going to continue to be alive for the next number of years. And so this can also help with understanding that it's important we get that core stability in place. We trust ourselves. We understand what we need. We're smarter with our money. We're smarter with our food, our supplies. What you have in your home right now is essential. Making sure you have extras, making sure you have things set aside for a rainy day or if there's another period of food and supplies being rationed. Making sure you are stocking up. That is also a Taurus energy, is self-reliance. So the more self-reliant we are, the stronger and more stable we can be. Of course, this can show up in so many ways, including how you have cash on hand, how you have emergency supplies, how you're growing your own garden, how you have the basics covered, plus extras. And this looks different for everybody. This certainly looks different if you live in an urban area and a city apartment versus if you're out on acres of land. So of course you adapt it to your circumstances, but the astrology is saying be smart with your supplies, with what you need to live your life, take care of your family, be aware of your immediate needs because these are the areas that are going to continue to fluctuate and we're going to continue to feel the fluctuation as well. So yes, it's a big energy, it's a big cycle, and that's just what we are moving through in this decade. People ask, when does it get easier? When does it change? When does it shift? These energies continue to be intense through the decade. There is a significant shift in 2027, 
but that's not here yet. And so we want to be in our power. We want to make the best choices for ourselves. We're aware that, of course, this too shall pass, but we're currently in this reality of being more mindful of what we have, what we need, and how we use our energy to be more self-reliant and also keenly aware of what is unfolding on the planet now. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. It is a delight to connect with you through this podcast every Monday and Wednesday. I will be back on Wednesday for that episode where we look at the weekly energies. And one of my Taurus lunar eclipse surprises is that there is a possible hurricane coming this way in a few days. And when these energies happen during a full moon lunar eclipse, there is even more water. There's even bigger waves happening. There's more beach erosion. There's more flooding. There's more tidal activity. So I will be doing that this week. And if by chance you don't hear the Wednesday podcast, it's because the electricity's out, but it'll be back. I do hope to get that live for you before anything happens. And that's how I'm planning to use my energy this week. So thank you so much for joining me. You can find out more about my latest courses, programs, and offerings over at mollymccord.online. And you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Wishing you a beautiful Taurus lunar eclipse, and I will see you again soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.